Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is May 9th, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits with high hopes. As for your boy, I'm doing pretty good on this Tuesday, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I gotta stop with the bad accents, but I can't help myself. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Um, you know, besides uh, dealing with poverty, which is like, you know, an ongoing battle. We're good. We're we're solid. But you know, the, the bills might be a little late, but they're they're coming. They're going right. <laughs> uh, sadly, though, no food corner to really report. You know, I'm eating the usual suspects. If you know, you know. You're a regular. You know my my weekly routine when I'm just living meager. Um, so yeah, it's been that. It's been good though. Um, I, I gotta say, just to start at the top, I. I um I really appreciate all the love and support of the homies. I've noticed like um one my analytics are up, you know, every once in a while I check the numbers. Sometimes they up, they down, you know, but overall uh, more people are listening and I think that shit's really cool, but the the more important thing to me is that like my friends are hitting me up one with stories. Uh shout out to Adam, the um the feet story that I covered on the Patreon. That was all from him first, and then like some other homies just hit me up, and I was like, okay, yeah, I definitely want to cover this now, like for sure. So I really appreciate that. I love any and all news talk. That's like part of the reason why I keep pushing this project because it just, I like being a news guy. Like, I like being the guy who like talks about dumb, random ass news, and I love my friends doing it back with me, and we do the feedback loop. Uh, so yeah, I, I appreciate that so much. I appreciate any and all the homies who just come through and, and show love, hit me in the DMs, like, give me that shit. Cause like, I love, I love knowing that this is having some kind of impact, not necessarily like, oh, I'm changing hearts and minds, but just like, hopefully like I'm something that you can listen to in the background as you go to work, as you doodle, doddle, whatever. Hopefully you're taking a break with me, if you know what I mean. And so like, these are all things that really like make it worth my while. Obviously, the actual newsy support, the you know the Patreon shit, that's swell, that's wonderbar. I, I always want to push that, pump that. But you know, it, it really is just about having friends listen to me talk, man. Like that really means a lot. And even if you aren't like an I got friend, friend, and you're just someone who's just tuning in from wherever, whenever. I'm throwing you up the hearts. I'm throwing up the heart emojis. I'm putting the hand signs up. We're throwing up love gang signs, whatever. I don't know. But thank you so much. Uh, I, just want, I just want to say that at the top of the pop. Um, but yeah, I don't really have too much in terms of the me corner. So we can just go ahead and get into some news. Uh, let's see here. Um, oh, let me wind it all the way up. From CBS News. Texas mall shooter identified as authorities investigating possible extremist ties, source say. Source says, sorry. Um, investigators are looking into whether the gunman who killed eight people and wounded seven others at an outlet mall in Texas on Saturday was motivated by domestic violent extremist ideals, according to a law enforcement source. The gunman had been identified as Marcio Garcia, 33 years old, the Texas Department of Public Safety confirmed Sunday. Now, um, this man planned um, the shooting 
like he'd been you know putting in his little research doing it i think he has like a manifesto or some posts up somewhere as these fucking assholes love to fucking do um but i i it you know, he, he goes through this whole process. He has an assault style rifle. He's armed to the teeth. Um, I think he even has like armor ballistic gear. Like this dude was one of the ones who was like, I'm, I'm about this action. Uh, but the thing that really annoys me from the media perspective is that, um, they, they keep doing this thing of like, we didn't know, like we're still searching for a motive. Like, why was he doing this? Why was he, uh, why did he do the shooting? What's, what's the reason? And literally they find the guy with like a whole fucking like white supremacist patch. Like he just got the shit rocked out. Um, it was RWDS, which stands for right wing death squad, uh, which is believed to be a right wing Nazi, a neo-Nazi group. Now, granted, this um, from CBS is, is reporting it now, but this is happening, like, I, I think this was updated on the 8th. Um, there's a lot of news sources that drag their feet for days, and, and maybe you can say, okay, they want to be, like, unbiased, they want to be true to the point, they don't want to, like, put out the wrong thing, but it's like, why are we shrugging when it's very clear and very obvious what this person's motivation is? And then... There's a second layer to this conversation because when I say the word white supremacist, you go, oh, but this guy isn't white. So what do you, what, what do you mean? And like, ugh, it, it's frustrating to have this conversation with people because it turns into this whole matrix of things I feel like it shouldn't be. Um, and it, it becomes like a confusing thing for people that like, oh, a person of color is racist or prejudice against their own people. Like, word it however you fucking want. Like, I don't want to get caught in the semantics of it all or whatever. But at the end of the day, systematic racism is a thing. All people and parties can become victim to it. It's not, it's sadly just not hard to fall down this pipeline. And I think for this person, it was like charged by really two big issues. One, apparently for some reason he didn't like black people. And then two, he was an incel. Like, let's just fucking say it. Uh, if you look up this guy's haircut, it is like the, the weirdest wet bangs that I've ever seen on a man. Um, that definitely did not help him get any bitches. I got to say that. But, um, he just wanted to blame them. It wasn't the white supremacist tattoos. It wasn't the SS fucking bolts on his arm or whatever the fuck. No, clearly it's women who are the problem. Um, sorry, my dude. Like, no, you're a piece of shit. You're a fucking scumbag. Um, now he did die in the process of the shooting and the act. Uh, but that being said, I mean, it was just a lot of lives that were lost. A lot of people families devastated by this fucking guy um i do have a link to you know some of the people who passed um on the in the article uh but it's just a frustrating thing it's also another thing too i want to cover before we move on to the, the next thing is that you know you you hear a lot about greg abbott and he's he's coming out saying like hey like you know right now we're really trying to be with the families and all this shit but like you know we really are trying to get to the bottom of what's the reason here and in and, and the fix here. And you would think that a, a governor who has seen so much violence in his state, so much due to literally just the the, the easy accessibility of guns, of, of ARs and all this kind of fucking shit. And that's like, no, 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 that's not the issue. It, this is a mental health issue. This is a mental health issue. And like... We just need to solve that. And once we crack that, we're good. We're going to be fine. Everything's going to be all right. Um, and I, I just, 
it's crazy that that is the conservative narrative that gets pushed time and time again. That like at the end of the day, it's not the guns. It's not the easy accessibility of it. It is simply, oh, people are just so just so mentally ill. They're sick in the head. They're just sick puppies. It's like, no, dude, it's not that. Like this has been done in so many variations, shades, colors, creeds. It's just people just have so much access to this shit and they do what they want to do they want to go grand theft auto they're gonna go grand theft auto and it's very frustrating to see time and time again this the 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 stubbornness of the people in power to say oh we need to do something about this shit uh like something actual real um that being said i have heard some news that um potentially the house has like passed a bill that at least like raises the age i think that it takes to get an assault rifle I think that's at least a step in the right direction. Um, also, there's some other things about um, these uh, the shooter Garcia. He was um, a part of the uh, military. I believe he was part of the army, but it was only for like three months, and he was discharged um, for like you know seemingly. Um, I think like it was like just mental things. They're like, no, he's just not up for the, the job. Like uh, they cited physical and mental conditions. Um, for reasons why um, they terminated his service. He didn't even complete basic training even. Uh, but this guy was like living, I think, in between a motel and his um, family. And I mean, he just was still able to do all this fucking shit. And sadly, you know, like I said, eight people, I believe, you know, if not nine, I think I think the number went up to nine. Yeah. Um, it says eight here, but I think it might be more. Um, they, they lost their lives and, you know, families are never going to be the same for shit like this. And I think this was like 199 in terms of like mass shootings, uh, this year, this year. Uh, I mean, this shit fucking sucks, man. <laughs> um, I mean, we could talk about this shit literally for the whole episode and it sucks, but, but because I know we're going to talk about this sooner than later, I just might as well just fucking hold my peace and we'll move on to the next thing. Uh, from CBS News, driver killed with manslaughter after eight killed by car outside Texas migrant shelter. Um, a driver ran into pedestrians who were standing at a bus stop outside a migrant shelter in South Texas on Sunday, killing at least eight people in an incident that police are investigating as possibly intentional. It's another one of these fucking things, just like the last one. Sorry, I'm fucking talking with my mouth as I say this shit. Uh, another 10 were injured, according to Brownsville police. Authorities identified the driver as George Alvarez, a 34-year-old Browns resident with an extensive rap sheet. Also, I, I, I mind you, too, this is another situation where this is a person who is not white, you know, who has these fucking issues with migrants. And yet you notice in the story that they're still trying to be like, well, we got to figure out exactly if he meant to do this or not. When he literally calls the people, like they quote them, like some of the witnesses on the scene, he was calling the people he was about to run over invaders. Does that seem like vernacular of a person who's like losing control of their car at a red light? No, this is the person who saw red when he looked across, like he looked through his windows and he's like oh i need to do something about this and once again he goes full gta except instead of a fucking gun he uses his fucking vehicle um it's just so fucking frustrating 
I, but um, he faces numerous charges, including eight counts of manslaughter and 10 counts of assault with a deadly weapon. Alvarez is currently in custody of Brownsville police with a bond set at $3.6 million. Um, I think some people are trying to be like, well, you know, he ran the red light, yada, yada, yada. Maybe this was like, I, 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 I no, I can't even do counterpoint here. Like, it just seems very fucking obvious to me that this guy was like, oh, I'm going to just even up a score in his head. And he just decides to run over people who are literally just living their day-to-day lives. Um, also, mind you, some of these people he run over and called invaders were literally people who actually had, e- like, EMS training and, like, were actually tending to people. Um, there was a person who was literally there and he was going to be reunited with his mom. And this man was run down and killed by Alvarez. And literally the, the cousins who, you know, who came and they saw him, they're like, he, this is a person who worked so hard. They lived their life for their family. And now they're not going to get a chance to see their family. I, I just don't get it. I don't get why also like you just have the media that they just kind of like softball these kind of things. Um, I definitely would say that the Texas mall shooting story is getting a lot more coverage than this. <coughs> um, but yeah, it, it just, it bothers me. It bothers me that this person is just like, you know, oh, like this is just like an accident. Like this is a heat of passion manslaughter moment. Um, but yeah, fuck this dude. I, um, obviously I'm going to cover this shit as it, you know, goes to trial and all this kind of fucking shit. And I hope this guy gets that. Hope he at least gets the maximum amount that you can give him on a manslaughter charge. <clears throat> Even though I, I just feel like that's not enough. Um, I don't know. Um, I'm gonna take my break a little early. Fuck it. Ooh wee, sue wee, picky picky. Uh. All right, enough about Texas. We're going international. Uh, from the Independent. Children among twenty-two dead after double-decker tourist boat capsizes in India. At least 22 people, including children, have died in southern India after a double-decker boat capsized off the off a beach. At least 40 passengers were on board when it capsized off the town of Tanur in coastal Kerala, state uh, state's Malapurnam district on Sunday. The cause of the accident appears to be overcrowding, although authorities are still investigating the mishap. Um, said by Abdul Nazar, a junior police superintendent. Um, so yeah, it's a super, you know, sad scene. (coughs) Just people on this boat. And then next thing you know, the shit's just split up. And, you know, more or less in that kind of situation, people are just left to fend for themselves in an overcrowded boat. Um, let's see. Um, I mean, I... I hate to say it, but there's not too much else to really cover outside of that. Um, But um, rescue teams expect to recover more bodies from inside the boat after pulling it ashore from the muddy waters. 
Uh, currently, 10 passengers are being treated in various hospitals in the state, with many sent back after first aid. Um, all right. We have one more story to cover before I let you go. Um, and yeah, I'm going to double down on my break. I know, like I just dick it. Okay, but this is actually some good news. <laughs> I know, pretty rare for this podcast. But from the AFP, <coughs> Philippines rescues over a thousand trafficking victims. So when I initially saw this, I was thinking that this was going to be just like um, a straight up like sex trafficking story. But actually, it, it's a little bit different. Uh, Philippine authorities have rescued over a thousand people from several Asian nations who were trafficked into the country, held captive, and forced to run online scams, an official said Saturday. Now, I don't know why this is. I think it's just because of the, the, the nature of the title of what it's called. But I love the term. I obviously hate the action because it's something that happens to me sometimes. Um, of what's called pig butchering. Now, obviously, when I say the term pig butchering, it is something that goes, ooh, like it invokes a response. People go, gross. Like, what do you mean? What are you about to talk about? But essentially, it is this this type of online scam. And it's almost like phishing meets a scam call in a text message. But it's not really like phishing in the terms of like, oh, you know, you open your email and then you're hacked. It is a term of like social engineering that kind of happens where someone texts you from this number you've never seen before. And it goes a little something like, hey, Pam, looking forward to getting coffee with you tonight. Um, you know, where do you want to meet? And, and and you look at your phone and you go, what? Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't, I'm not Pam. I'm not meeting anyone for coffee. And you probably knee jerk reaction, um, especially if you're, let's say you're like an older person with a cell phone or whatever. You go, oh, sorry, wrong number. And then the person goes, oh, Oh, my bad. I, I got this number thinking it was Pam's. They proceed to have this light little meandering conversation with you. Maybe you go along with it because you just want to talk to someone, whatever the fucking reason you're, you know, Johnny be nice guy or gal, whatever. And you think you're making a friend. And next thing you know, this little friendship, you're talking, whatever. And the conversation at some point shifts to like, hey, I don't know if you know much about it, but like I, I do a little bit thing like a Bitcoin or like I have a housing project thing that I'm working on, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, they wind up looping you because guess what? You're the pig in this whole fucking scenario. And they lined up looping you into some kind of scheme or scam where they get as much money as they can out of you, <coughs> either by slow bleeding you, by you giving them money to some kind of scam or you giving them enough information that they can take from you what they want, and that's just the end of it. Boom. By the time you usually figure out what's happening, they're in the wind, and there's nothing you could do. Like, they weren't a real person this whole time. What winds up happening is on the other side of the cell phone, the person who was initially looking for Pam in the beginning was never looking for Pam. They just had your number for some random fucking thing, some data sheet they're reading off of, and you're the next mark. Now, what you're supposed to do is just not interact with these people. 
period. I know sometimes I've kind of played around with it, kind of not knowing what the fuck was going on. But in some of these situations, it, the, the, the bad actor involved is someone who is literally coming to the Philippines or, you know, a place and they are trying to get work. And in the process of getting work, um, their passports are taken away from them. They are forced to work like 18 hours, like just nonstop doing these phone scams. And if they talk to other people, if they leave the area where they, they're supposed to be living at, working at, <coughs> they get docked pay. Um, and not to mention, they just are getting paid potentially even less or whatever. There's always some reason that they aren't seeing enough money and they're just more or less just stuck. They, they have been abducted by these people. They're held captive and they're stuck in the situation. Um, but let's see, um, the police force, um, raided a cluster of buildings Thursday, last Thursday in Mambaclat or Mambaclat, uh, city, uh, 90 kilometers north of Manila, a total of a thousand ninety people were rescued, um, who had been recruited to run online scams. So, uh, let's see. The uh, victims are mostly Chinese nationals, Vietnamese, Filipino, and Indonesians. Um, and authorities also rescued people from Malaysia, Thailand, Taiwan, Myanmar, Hong Kong, and Nepal. Um, it looked like most of these scams, though, were focused on um, the cryptocurrency angle, which is obviously like, the most common Um it does often get like romantic, but sometimes it can just be like a friend thing, like I said before, because it just kind of depends on how you respond. And then they kind of just become the person they need to be so that you keep talking to them. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, what else did I want to cover here? Uh, they do have like a warning just for people, you know, just obviously be very wary. Whether you're on the um, opposite end in terms of just being on the phone and these kind of things or... You know, if you're just in the area because people just wind up getting trafficked. And like I said, once your passport gets stolen, you're very, very much beholden to the people who have your passport. So you just have to be very careful of your, your shit. Uh, be very mindful. Um, let's see. Uh, the warning comes as Ca Cambodia hosts the Southeast Asian Games, which began on Friday and runs until May 17th. Uh, the Immigration Bureau said Philippine sports officials were asked to warn Filipino athletes of the risk of trafficking in the country. So, yeah, something to be aware about. Uh, da -da 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 -da. I think was there anything else I wanted to cover here before I let you go. Um, no, we'll call it an episode there. That's good. I know I missed some things, but it is what it is. <laughs> um... But like I said before, the top of the pop, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being a friend. If you would like to support financially, I have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Isaiah News. Uh, $5 a month grants you newsy status. You get access to uh, the bonus episodes where, like I said, I talk about feet. Uh, I, this week I talked about feet, Jeffrey Epstein, and the Kentucky Derby. So yeah, wild episode. <laughs> 
Um, but also you get Discord access, but Discord access is free. It just kind of gives you the quick link if you, um, you know, do the Patreon. You can find me for that for free. I'll just give it to you if you'd like. Uh, also, Newsy Status gets you a shout out at the top of the month. I will say your name on the podcast. I'll also plug whatever project you're doing. So that's a thing. Then free ways to hit me up is IsaiahNews1 at gmail.com. I do wonder who is IsaiahNews at gmail.com. They, 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 they were there first. They're the real pioneer. I would like to meet them. Email them. Don't email them. Email me, though. Email the news one one. <laughs> um, I'm also on Facebook and Twitter if you're a millennial. Uh, I guess I'm on TikTok if you're a Zoomer. But, you know, I don't really respond much to TikToks there. though. That's not the best way. Um, but, yeah, I'm pretty easy to, you know, call a beep if you want to reach. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in, and uh, hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye bye.